Hi everyone, welcome to the What Would She Know podcast. This is finally happening. I have tried so many times now to try and record this and actually get an episode out and I've done it literally about 20 times now and I just kept finding the little things that were annoying me. I was trying to make it perfect even though I knew that realistically my first episode and first few episodes even were going to be shit because I'm literally starting from the bottom and I eventually got it done. I was happy with it, I guess you could say. And then I went to upload it and it went for an hour and a half and I didn't realize that it went for that long and I don't know how, but I managed to just talk shit for an hour and a half and it was pretty rough. Like there was lots of stops and starts and there were a lot of like repetition and stuff. And I just knew for a first episode that people wouldn't be able to listen to something for that long, especially when I'm so new to this. So this first episode is going to kind of be like an introduction, get to know me type thing, what the purpose of the podcast is going to be about and the structure. Um, And then obviously my first real episode is going to be about how to conquer anxiety. (laughs) So my name is Lily. I'm 22 years old. And I've been wanting to start this whole podcast journey for a few years now. I've just always, I guess, been a little bit scared and nervous. Um, So I'm finally following my intuition and doing it. I think what has held me back, held me back the most from starting this podcast is judgment and what other people are going to say about it and me. Coming from a small town, I know that a lot of people love to gossip and whatnot, but I've also had a lot of support from doing this and since creating my Instagram page and kind of letting everyone know that this is finally happening, which I'm very grateful for. But I just knew that if I was scared of judgment, that was more of a reflection of myself and that I knew I needed to do work within myself to get over that because yeah like I said being scared of other people's judgment is more of a reflection of me than other people I guess you could say and someone actually sent me a podcast not a podcast a TikTok and it was like if you want to start a YouTube channel do it if you want to start a podcast do it if you want to start posting your workout videos on Instagram do it because yeah the opinions of your grandma your parents your friends or the people from your hometown like that can be scary but what's even more scarier is the thought of getting to the end of your life and you've let people rob you of the experiences that you should have had because you were scared of what they were going to say about you so that really aligned with me and that really pushed me to do it I love inspirational stuff like that because it's true So what the whole point of this podcast, like the name in itself, what would she know? I'm just going to be discussing like advice, tips and tricks. I'm obviously 22 and navigating through my 20s. So I'm going to share like topics that I feel like should be talked about more and that I feel like we aren't hearing enough. So I'm here to break stigmas. I'm here to be controversial. So... My passion literally lies within helping others. I 
want to help other people understand themselves and I want to share with them strategies that they can implement to help improve their overall mindset and mental health. Like I said before, my goal for the podcast is to inspire, share, assist people with good habits, break stigmas and bring awareness to mental health and just share any mindset hacks that I think would be useful and that I have applied to my own life. I think if I can help one person through this podcast and I guess I've had my goal achieved, I know that therapy also isn't cheap Um, and obviously I'm not a professional and this podcast is not intended to replace seeing any type of specialist like a psychologist but I still want to be able to share with people the tools that they can implement into their life to heal themselves I guess and obviously I'm going to share my own experiences I have gone from being this anxious ball of sadness negative person who was always angry and angry at the world to now a positive person I like to call myself I mean it's still a work in progress I'm never going to be perfect but I understand truly what it means to be happy and I've become self-aware that I create my own reality and that I am not my thoughts I guess you could say I almost found the negatives in literally everything and even though my friends and family loved me I was very much that person who was difficult to be around I was explosive and angry I was never in charge of my body or my emotions I was constantly finding things to distract myself from those feelings like constantly scrolling I was taking my emotions out on other people I would binge eat you know just like the typical drinking until I was drunk like on the weekends for like numbing I guess you could say it was just the little things that I wasn't even self-aware of like binge eating for like a dopamine hit it might seem weird to hear that but I guess some people I know are going to be able to relate and that's just what I want this podcast to be about I just want it to be kind of like a community that's not gen- not non-judgmental and I feel like I just want to make it safe and I want to be able to let people know that they are not alone and you can turn your life around if you do feel like you are in a dark place obviously I'm not perfect like I said before the thoughts and feelings and old behaviors still come up but it's nothing like it once was and I want people to know that yeah you aren't alone and while I have done my own research and educated myself and I've gone through my own journey and I've watched like the people around me have their own struggle and go through life experiences I'm also actually studying a Bachelor of Psychological Science. I'm in my third year and I hope to graduate in July. I'm hoping to go on to doing my honours and masters, but honestly, I don't know what I want to do with my career. Like, I know that I want to help people and I love, like, human behaviour and mental health, but how I apply that knowledge, I'm still trying to work it out. Like, it lights me up talking about this stuff I could spend hours and hours talking to friends about human behavior and how the mind works and how powerful the mind is and even strangers but obviously I'm not a professional at all and that is a massive disclaimer so please take my advice lightly and do not replace my advice with professional help but I do have 
a background of psychology, so I do know some tips and tricks. And for each episode of the podcast, I'm going to be starting it off with a gratitude practice because gratitude has a lot of benefits on our overall mental health and physical health, just our overall health in general. So I'm going to incorporate gratitude practices and then I'll give you the opportunity if you want to, if you want to pause and kind of reflect on the things that you're grateful for as well, because I'm going to be talking about how it really is the most simplest things in life that we often take for granted that kind of is the true meaning of happiness. Like we look for so much more and we're constantly chasing the bigger pictures, but it's not actually about that. And when we are chasing the bigger pictures and constantly seeking the bigger things, even while they are great, that often makes us feel worse if we aren't appreciating the little things. And then by each in each episode, I'm going to be saying a little quote that I feel is relevant or I thought that was inspiring. I know that is a little bit cringe, but there's honestly nothing better than a good old quote. And I haven't done like an introduction, like music or anything, because I haven't been able to find one that's free that isn't cringe. (laughs) So I'm not sure if I'm going to add one yet, but we will see. End of each episode, I'm going to have, well, before I actually record it, I'm going to put it up on my Instagram. So if you're not following my Instagram page, please give it a little follow. I'm going to like keep updated updates on there about episodes and stuff but at the moment it kind of is just like a mood board about like quotes and stuff and things that are going to be relevant to what I'm talking about on the podcast but before I record each episode like I've already done it because I know that my first main episode is going to be around anxiety and strategies that you can implement in your life to help you overcome it and I'm obviously going to share some of my own struggles with it but I put like a question box like I'll obviously put the heading of the podcast or what it's related to. And if you have any questions or anything you want me to talk about, just write it in the question box and I will literally answer anything. And I feel like the relevance of the first topic, like anxiety, is because, like, I've chosen to do it because I feel like it is quite relevant and a lot of people are going to be able to relate to it. Obviously, I'm stepping out of my comfort zone, I'm doing something different. I'm currently sitting here and my heart is beating out of my chest. Like my hands were shaking before and I had like this little rash on my cheeks. Like I was getting all the physical signs of anxiety. So just like, I guess I know a lot of people can often feel alone and I just want you to know that you aren't. And the advice that I'm going to be giving isn't just advice. Like it's going to be advice because I understand like, advice it's it's gonna be advice that I also understand on a deeper level because I have experienced it as well if that makes sense like I've literally let anxiety rob me for years and let it determine my life and I'm obviously not letting that happen right now obviously it's a work in progress and healing takes time like healing is not linear But when I started to become aware of my emotions, instead of constantly bottling them up and neglecting them, it wasn't until I had a massive shift within myself. And when I say I went through this massive shift, 
I used to call it like a spiritual awakening, but for the purpose of, I know people can kind of roll their eyes and kind of have like a certain like stigma associated around that word. I'm just going to kind of refer to like my whole change as a shift. So yeah, when I started to become aware of my emotions instead of bottling them up, that wasn't until I had this shift. And when I was a depressed and anxious person, I, 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 I identified myself as that person. I used to believe that I didn't have control of my emotional response. And when I had this shift, that wasn't until I understood that I did in fact have control of my emotional response. And it wasn't until that I really understood that, that I wasn't able to take control of my emotional response, if that makes sense. You really have to sit with yourself and become aware of yourself. And I know it's hard. It's possibly one of the hardest things ever because you are sitting with yourself and the feelings that you have inside. And I know sometimes they can be scary, but this podcast journey, I'm going to help you get through that and become a better version of yourself because that's exactly what I did and went through and still going through. And I'm just going to quickly touch on this little story very quickly. Like this is kind of when my shift happened. So I was obviously that like depressed, anxious, fixed mindset, was negative, saw the world as a bad place. I was explosive. I reacted in the moment. I like never took I was never responsible for my I guess you could say actions and emotions and outbursts if that makes sense but this is a back 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 story but a few years ago now I started having this constant burning and UTI like pain in my bladder and it literally went on for three years and no one could get to the bottom of it like I saw doctor after doctor and specialist after specialist I went on different types of antibiotics I changed my diet I changed my environment like I literally had to cut out coffee because every time I drink coffee and even alcohol it would trigger it and it would flare up And there were even days like where I couldn't even go to work because I was just in so much pain. And I remember just sitting in my car and crying because I felt like I was going crazy because my pain just kept getting worse. And it was literally taking over my life. But it eventually got to the point I went and saw a urogynecologist because they originally, they thought that it was by the end of it, this was like the two and a half year point, thought that it was interstitial cystitis, also known as painful bladder syndrome. I definitely didn't pronounce that right, but I had to go and get a cystoscopy in order to be diagnosed and they had to like cut a piece of my lining of my bladder off in order to actually determine if that's what it was gross I know so anyway I saw a urogynecologist did that and she took the photo of my bladder and did the little like cut it off or whatever to go and test it and I remember she showed me a photo of my bladder and what I could see was this really red bladder but I just I guess thought that that was normal and then she showed me a comparison photo of what a healthy bladder was supposed to look like and my bladder was literally red and it looked 
it looked angry and she literally said like no wonder why you're in so much pain you have a massive like infection like there's clearly a uti there and the lining of your bladder is really damaged and i guess i was kind of disheartened in a way because why was nothing showing up on blood tests and i did so many like urine samples and all of that stuff and i i had been on antibiotics like if it was a uti why was nothing fixing it like literally nothing and she said like the urogynecologist was like we'll put you on it was six months to start off with and then it changed to nine months we'll put you on um antibiotics for nine months and come back and see how it goes so I just whatever I was like okay let's just give it another go so I did it didn't do anything um and I guess that's when I kind of like let it defeat me I kind of like just like accepted that this was what I now have to live with and to try and like it's a part of me and I identified it as a part of me and a few months after that one of my friends actually sent me this book. It was It's called You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. So shout out to Loz who sent me, who gave me the book because if you hadn't have given me the book, I'll talk about it in a little second, I don't even think I'd be here recording this podcast and I wouldn't be the person I am today, as cringe as that sound, and my bladder pain would probably still be here. Um, obviously at this point, when I got given this book, it's kind of like a a holistic approach type thing. Obviously when I was given the book, I had this closed mindset about everything. I didn't really believe in like different approaches, like, um, but I decided to give it a crack. I had nothing to lose. And it wasn't even because I was like conditioned to believe that that kind of approach was full of shit from my parents. Cause my mum is quite into this stuff. Um, I don't know, maybe it came from society, but who cares? Anyway, back to the point. So I was reading the book and it pretty much in summary said that if you are prepared to do the work and heal yourself mentally and within, then almost anything within yourself can be healed from like disease and illness. And it spoke about bladder issues and yeah, pretty much any disease or illness or illness or mental health problem under the sun. It pretty much said that bladder issues are connected to anxiety and the idea of holding on and not letting go and being pissed off and angry all the time. And wow, if that didn't describe me as a person back then, I don't know what else would. My boyfriend, Muzz, he still loves to call me an angry person and he definitely puts up with a lot and definitely sees that side of me more I guess um when I'm obviously not consciously being aware of my reactions but I've definitely changed and grown as a person um and that's I guess when this whole shift started for me and my whole mental health and mindset changed and it's relevant because This is just kind of like a little bit of a backstory about me because the book literally changed my life. I took a different approach. I learned to identify, accept, and manage my emotions within. I had to be really honest with myself. I had to put effort into myself in order to heal and change my life. And when I was inspired to do that and actually put in the effort, that's when 
my life change. And it's not an easy journey to go down, but I insisted that short-term pain, because you have to just like really sit with yourself and your emotions, short-term pain was better than a lifetime full of suffering. I remember in uni one time, we briefly touched on the power of manifestation and energy. And I remember in the subject of stress, it said if we don't manage our stress levels, if we constantly allow ourselves to be in a constant state of stress or fight and flight, that will manifest in our body and show up as disease and illness. And there's so much research out there that talks about this, but I, when I kind of went into this shift, I guess I was just so like shocked. Like why was no one speaking about this? Why were my, why did my friends not know about this? Why is the healthcare systems separating our brain and our body rather than accepting that they are one and why did no doctor ever genuinely sit me down and asking and ask if I was struggling mentally and as a result of struggling mentally I had manifest my own pain into this bladder problem like my bladder bladder pain is now gone like completely and I did it through incorporating things like breath work and meditation and I'll go into that all in a completely different episode and if you love this kind of topic of conversation I'll definitely get into it more in different episodes I've been speaking for too long already but Joe Dispenza I think that's how you pronounce his name Dr. Joe Dispenza he talks about how it's actually a scientific fact that our stress hormones down regulate our genes and that can create disease and other long-term effects that show up in our bodies he speaks about that our thoughts can actually make us sick but we can actually heal ourselves from changing our negative thoughts to positive ones and I have firsthand experienced that statement with my whole bladder thing. And it wasn't just like my bladder stuff. Like I had gluten intolerances and acne and all of this other stuff that showed up in my body because I wasn't looking after myself mentally. So going back to the purpose of the podcast, I'm just going to be talking about things that I have incorporated and that you can incorporate in your life to really heal yourself and look after yourself and turn your life around I guess because I guess that that's what I've done but obviously there are going to be other things as well um like it'll just be a wide range of information I guess on the podcast and I really want to do like advice sessions like I want to get people on and even like professionals like I know that I really want to talk about the pill and how like the effects it actually has on women like and I want to get like an actual um, her name's Sarah Hill, I'm pretty sure. Like, she has done all this research on it and speaks about how, like, it's literally changing women's brains in a negative way. Um, so yeah, that's all I'm going to be speaking about, um, in this little intro. Obviously, I've got so much more to say, so many more topics. If you haven't already, please give my little Instagram a follow. It's the What Would She Know podcast. Um, I'm sorry if you can hear background noise. I have a French bulldog and he sounds like a little pig and he snores. Um, obviously I've gone out and bought a microphone, but it's not like the best quality because I couldn't afford to go out and spend $900 on a microphone, but please bear with me. I promise that 
I will be able to grow and I will get better at this. So thank you so much if you're still listening. And I'm so excited for my first official episode and it's going to be how to conquer anxiety. Thanks guys.